It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning, because probably when you're listening to this, it'll be Monday morning. So a happy Monday morning to you. It's the Monday after the NFL and college football season has arrived. And I think we could firmly say we're at the best part of the year right now. It's mm. it's September. It's almost October. And football is officially all the way back. Uh, very quickly, we're going to go through Clown Nose play, or Team of the Week. We're going to do a couple of things. But, you know, I was saying before we started recording that the energy is not really here with this group yet. And, 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 and I think the more we talk about college football, the more the energy is going to get there. So without further ado, let's get this clown nose segment going. Jake, who's what's your clown nose of the week? Let's hear what you got going here. Oh, well, here's the thing is I've got a lot of rants to get to this pod. So I might as well start off with the most, the most wide-ranging rant of the pod. My clown nose team of the week goes to an entire division of an entire conference. The Big Ten West is an absolute fucking shit show. It has been for 25 years. It continues to be. Iowa could not get score a touchdown. Multi- Iowa could not score multiple touchdowns against a high school team. Uh, they, I, Iowa right now is a rugby team. They're not good enough to play football. Their punter is their best player. They might as well play Australian rugby. That is a shit fucking team. Um, Iowa State's not good, but they're good enough to beat Iowa. Um, who else? Wisconsin. Oh, my God, Wisconsin. Whew. Oh, boy. Here's the thing about Wisconsin. We act like they have a, a, a great running back, and they do. They have a great running back, great offensive line all the time. You know, what, you know what? Wisconsin doesn't have anyone else that's anywhere semi-close to good. And they have a couple of linebackers that are, you know, athletic. They lose at home to Washington State. All right, if you're losing at home to Washington State, you're not a good football team. You're not a good football program. I'm sorry. Um, let's keep going. Who else? Oh, Northwestern. Losing at home to Duke is damning. Damning. Um, and then the worst one of them all, I mean, so, so these are like the top three or four teams in the division. Um, but let's get to, to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I hate to do it. I know I'm kicking them when they're down. Um, but th- this shit is just despicable. I mean, losing to Georgia Southern at home when you put up 40-something points is, is just inexplicable bullshit. So you have all these teams in the Big Ten West that I get to hear about how good they are when they're all shit. They're all shit. And then the best one of any of them is Minnesota, who has a 28-year-old quarterback with zero hair. So I, I can't do it with the Big Ten West. It's not real college football to me. It doesn't really count all the time. Um, you know, there are some good teams every now and then there. I respect the Big Ten. The Big Ten East is fine. The Big Ten West is a sham. It's an absolute sham. So I'm giving the clown nose team of the week to an entire division of the conference because it's that fucking bad. Also, the last one, the last one here, Indiana. Indiana almost lost to fucking Idaho. That is sad, man. I, I, Idaho is, that's the team that you choose on NCAA football because you think it's absolutely hilarious. And Indiana almost lost to them. It's sad. The Big Ten West. Shut it down. Let's euthanize the Big Ten West. Let's euthanize it. Um. So I am going to take an easy road here on this clown knows, and it is Florida football. I mean, I get it. Kentucky's a good team. Um, but I just, after week one, you just come out and you're, Anthony Richardson looks like a bona fide superstar. And then they come out, he throws two picks, looks horrific. Florida came back down to earth this week. Um, really kind of disappointing. I really wanted to see them beat Kentucky, I'm not going to lie. Um, but, I mean, Anthony Richardson looked like he was blind out there. You've seen ghosts. He had the Sam Darnold treatment. He was just tossing the rock to the other team the entire game. Um, 
I just it's a little disappointing, but we'll see how they bounce back. I'll give my clones to Scott Frost because what are you doing, man? Not he winning the Georgia Southern. That's horrible. He's not winning. <laughs> not winning. Not winning. That's for sure. Right. So embarrassing. Uh, Scott you can... Frost might be might be one of the worst coaches to ever graze Nebraska Nebraska football. He really might be. His his home record or his record there is probably the worst. I actually I know it's the worst. And uh, also the other thing about uh, Scott Frost is t- Tim Brando tweeted in 2018 that Scott Frost might be this next generation's uh, Nick Saban. Oh, God. And uh, to be quite honest, I think that should be a firing offense. If you say something that that <laughs> fucking stupid, <laughs> how, do we continue, how do we continue to put you on the air? You know, <laughs> I mean. That's just sinful, sinful take. But anyways, uh, speaking, it's a rough look. Sp- speaking of, of bad records at home, let's talk about the guy who has yet to win a football team, football game in, co- in his college head coaching career. Uh, Marcus Freeman's own three. And it's a damning own three, to say the least. I can't say it. I can't say it any better than that. This this loss this week was, was oh, boy. Notre Dame's in some bad, bad situations losing to Marshall like that. All right, well, we are. that's a great segue. Let's talk about We Are Marshall. Uh, we Are Marshall versus Rudy. This is the college football movie-off here, happening right before our eyes in South Bend. Matthew McConaughey's coaching the Thundering Herd. Um, whoever the hell was the actor for Rudy was running on kickoffs. It was a, a, a movie set um, there, there in South Bend. But let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Notre Dame got a lot of credit for getting shit on. By Ohio State. They got a lot of credit for, oh, oh, you guys lost by only 11. You covered against Ohio State. Somewhere in the, you know, the length of time, we forgot that Notre Dame is uh, Notre Dame. Uh, They're Notre Dame. Like, they're the most powerful program probably nationwide. There's a couple others that can compete with them. Nationally, historically, it's that big of a brand. And now we're crediting them when they fucking lose. Like, to me, that is a, like, they have fallen like very, very far to where we're hyping up this coach. You know who doesn't know if the coach is a good coach? The players that play for him. You know, like the, the one thing that everybody was like, oh, the players love playing for him. Well, they aren't doing it very well. I mean, like that doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Uh, and like everybody wants to hype on Marcus Freeman. He hasn't still hasn't won a game. It's like this fairy tale thing. They're like, oh, Marcus Freeman, finally the head coach. I can't. I I don't get it. He sucks. Not good at his job already. So, I'm out on Notre Dame. Yeah, it's a it, it's a rough look. Uh, 0 three, especially. I mean, I get the loss in Ohio State. I mean, that team's probably going to see in the playoffs. Um, but Notre Dame losing to Marshall, that is, I mean, that's fireable. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. That is a fireable offense. And I, if Marcus Freeman drops two more games this year, I think he's out the door already. Short career. But I uh, I just – I don't get it. I don't get how, like, Notre Dame is just consistently just good but not good. Not good when it matters. It makes no sense. Uh, can, can we segue again here? I don't think they'll fire him after his first year. Yeah, firing after one year. They'll, they'll give him at least – they'll, they'll give him two more years. I mean, yeah, Scott Frost was there for four. <laughs> His recruiting class is <laughs> really good. Like Marcus Freeman's second. recruited well. It's, it's number one in the country. Speaking of – Yeah, well, give, of... give Tim Brando a couple shots at it, and we'll have Marcus Freeman as Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of recruiting, another team that I know everybody is pissed about, and, and, I, and I'll come out and be the first to say I was wrong, completely wrong last week in the, in the A&M preview as they just – uh, just lose to Appalachian State at home, you know, just no big deal. So just another team that had all this, had all this stuff going for them early on in the season, and then proceed to to blow another one at home. So just another team that pays another team one point five million dollars and takes a loss along with that one point five million going out of their bank account. Yeah, I was calling them a joke last seen, week. Have you all seen A and M's rec or like future schedule the next couple of games? No, they got lose. It is very possible. They, uh, Are they going to lose? 
Oh, dude, they could literally start the season off two and seven, like <laughs> oh, legitimately. They play like five top twenty-five schools. I could see them dropping every single one. That's of them. sad. How many? How many one of their five stars transfer after this year? Probably a lot. Uh, quite a few. All I got to say about this, man, I got one thing to say about the Aggies, man. The Bears are who we thought they were, right? The Bears are who we thought they were. The Aggies are always what we think they are. They are literally never different than what we ask them to be. We say, oh, Aggies, be be good this year, be good this year. And then they always go 7-5 and 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 8-4. Like, they are a perennial mid-tier program. The only difference is, is they pay $30 million for the recruits and a million and a half to play and get their shit rocked by App State. So I'm out. On the Aggies as well. This shit is sad. Man. Um, get a quarterback. So I have, to, get I have quarterback. schedule. So they play Miami next week, <laughs> then Arkansas, L. L. then State, Alabama, L. L. South Carolina. L. L. I'll probably win. L. Ole Miss. That's a loss. L. L. Florida. L. No, oh, I don't know. They, that'd probably win. Auburn. Yeah, that's a win. UMass and then LSU. <laughs> they could they could literally win like four games this season. If AM loses to UMass, you could oh you could cut my arm off. <laughs> That'll be a shock. Oh, Drew, what did you say last week about Caleb Williams' offense? I said he'll get five hundred yards of total. Yeah, offense. but didn't you say you'd you'd get a tattoo or something? I didn't say that, no. Yeah, he did not get five hundred no, yards. The, that's if the Jayhawks go to a bowl game. Drew's getting a Jayhawk <laughs> tattooed on his ass. Should we, should we just go right into KU West Virginia? Come on. Come we, on. Should, we should. Let's talk KU West Virginia, man. Okay. Can, I, I need to take the floor here, boys. Um, I, I have been criticized for the last month about how I feel about Kansas football, and I am tired of it. That was a convincing win against, granted, not oh a great win. Convincing. <laughs> convincing. 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 Win. Bad new West Virginia era. team. It's Bad a new league. era in Lawrence. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to make a bowl game this year. I'm seeing Kansas beating Tech. I'm seeing some other wins here and there. And we're going to bowl this year, boys. And the Jayhawks are no. going to have a good time doing Jaden Daniels looks like, honestly, he looks like a good quarterback. I'm going to say it. He does. Um, that Kansas defense, horrible. However, they're making plays, and that's all that matters. I'm selling you right now. They very well might have won their last game of the season. No way. But they got Houston next week. No way. That's an L. That's an L. They they got Duke, man. They got Duke on the schedule. They have yeah, Duke. They they can, Duke. Wins left in their season. You see what Duke just did to you see what Duke just did to Northwestern? Took yeah, a that's Northwestern. Drew. Congrats. Okay. Drew, it's West Virginia. Me, West Virginia. Drew, let me ask you a couple questions. Congrats. West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia built a pit, man. The pit just lost two. They, they, West Virginia was a – me catching a ball as a wide receiver away from winning the game at Pitt. That guy let that ball go no, off his hands no. and Pitt won the game because of it. That's the only reason they no, lost. West Virginia – if West Virginia's coach didn't have, you know, you know, if he didn't have one of those, you know, they kind of got in front on fourth down, they, they would have won against Pitt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had that game won. Guess yeah, what? Guess what? Guess what? What? The what? Citadel has beaten Alabama for 24 minutes of a football game, so I don't want to hear it. Okay, well, let's talk Alabama. What's their record right now? 2-0. 2-0. What's KU's record? <laughs> yeah, what's KU's record? <laughs> okay, yeah. Put, put Bama in Kansas football field and see what happens. I, dude, you can, they both beat that. Texas by one. They both beat Texas by one. Bingo. No. Who okay. scored more, who scored more yeah, points in Austin? Who scored, who scored more points in Austin in their last meeting? Who had a better celebration in Austin? Hey, Drew. Drew, you know who the best quarterback in stat-wise, at least in the entire college football landscape is right now? Johnny Manziel. You know who? No, it's fucking Jaden Daniels. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jaden Daniels Jay played quarterback Daniels. for LSU. It's Jalen Daniels. J- 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 no, it's Jalen. Jay Daniels is the quarterback for LSU. Yeah, Jay Daniels used to be the quarterback no. at ASU. I, I'm positive. I'm positive you're is wrong. 
No, it is Jalen. Well, okay, I don't care. <laughs> Kansas still won. He's number one quarterback uh, in the country. Die hard fan, my ass. You know the quarterback's name. Yeah, I don't give two shits. I could care less about Kansas, but they're bowling, man. That's all the that matter. The real fans only call him Jay Will, anyways. They don't need to know his real name. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start calling him Jay Shit. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he is a leading in passing yards right now. Cool. cool. So, speaking of. Let, let, let's, let's, let's get off KU because I'm. <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to transition again, uh, Jake. This is near and dear to you and I's heart. I, I'm all for the the Spencer Sp- Sanders hype train, but we probably should have pumped the brakes a little bit on the Heisman season right off the bat. I, I, it was I'm raining, still here man. for it. I'm still here for it, but we probably should have pumped the brakes a little bit after the first game because second game he looked. Yeah, he looked all right, but he didn't look. He looked a little more Spencer Sanders like than he did in the in the first game. That's for sure. And, and, and well, we weren't. We weren't playing. Pulled one out. We weren't playing a bit. We weren't playing against famished little children in the second game, so we had to, <laughs> <That is laughs> had to play a little harder. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, I mean, the, uh, he, the thing was, it was raining, and you know, every time the rain is out there, you don't look great. But he, I mean, also Gundy, Gundy did this thing where, and he loves it. He loves to do this. We all know it. Where if we get four or five yards running the ball, oh. we'll run the ball. Eight, oh. We'll run an eight-team straight time. <laughs> oh, I mean, we ran the ball in the third quarter, I'm pretty sure, at least 11 or 12 straight times. And, uh, you know, it doesn't help your Heisman ratings or, you know, your your Heisman, uh, your potential there to, to, to be in New York. But can, hey, can we move Mr. Sanders continues to love to throw the ball to the other team. Continues. I mean, Tom, he has one – he has like six interceptions in the last – 14 games besides Baylor, that's pretty good. He's got, he's got six interceptions in the last, like, three games he's played. No. Yes, yeah, two. Okay, the, the Big 12 championship, he had, like, five interceptions. The last three games he's played Yo, with a bowl game, last... Central Michigan, and this game. Yeah. Okay, four games then. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I'm not going to just defend Spencer Sanders because uh, I just don't feel like I have to at this point. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He just he, likes throwing the ball to the other team. But he simply hasn't. I mean, he, like, he did against Baylor last year, but Baylor had a very good defense. But a lot of people threw yeah. the ball to Baylor last year. And we played them sure. twice, and he had seven interceptions against him in two games. He had 12 on the whole season. So five through 12 games. That's pretty good. Hey, I, I, I'm just calling it how I see it, man. He likes throwing the ball to the other team. Done his entire career. I'm just saying he's he's already kind of changing the narrative on himself this season. But uh, it was a good win, good win. Arizona State's not amazing. Uh, I realized that their they had their their transfer running back is uh, active leader in all rushing yards in the NCAA. He transferred from Wyoming and he's run for a bunch of yards. So I didn't know that, but he was pretty good. They had some good players. Uh, they're all right. It was a Power Five team. That's like about a generic Power Five team. That's about as good as Arizona State as I can I can give them. Good yeah, as compliment. It's just a name, which is fine. Uh, I mean, OU. We'll go. We'll go kind of down the Big Twelve bracket. Uh, OU looked uh, looked all right. They don't think they looked great. I, I think both both of you guys would agree with me on that. They didn't look terrible, but they didn't look awesome. Like, I think that back to back stance was horrible. Their staff was horrible. We looked like our normal OU selves after, but it, like we looked perfectly fine after the. Second quarter ended, but uh, yeah, that first half was terrifying. I, I will say that 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 Kent State quarterback uh, first half, I'm thinking New York for that kid. He was playing out of his unbelievable <laughs> yeah. mind. It was unreal what he was doing. He was fake pitching. He was throwing down the <laughs> sidelines. Guys were making catches in the corner for him. It was unbelievable what they were doing. And they somehow only got three points. It was it was crazy. I will oh, say, be, new era. Yeah, new era. Kent State was projected to win. They were projected to win the MAC at the beginning of the season, so I mean they're not a bad. Team, no, they're pretty good too. It was, it was quite, it was quite embarrassing also, the first half I, watching I their say, offense out I there. I went to the game. Um, their sideline was very thin numbers wise, incredibly, incredibly thin numbers wise. There was probably thirty guys on the sideline. Like there was a, it was not a normal college football team's sideline. Again, hey, famous, famous, famous children. Yeah, yeah, famous children basically. I have a question. Did how were the uh, the new lights at the game? Uh, Do you like them? Well, they they didn't. The first time they did it, they just turned the lights off. They didn't know how how they worked. So for about five yeah. minutes, the lights were just completely off at the stadium. 
And then the second time they did it, it was like, eh, okay. I think they got the handle on it later, but uh, I'm pretty sure OU ran out to Narcos, the song that uh, the Mets closer runs out to this week, mm-hmm. too, which is kind of cool. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was fine. It, it, it was just another game, really. Um, so who's so Golden so Flashes? We've got, we've got the Tennessee. So Tennessee. I, I, Go ahead. I said I've heard it was the greatest game ever played in a football field. I also heard that. You're talking about the OU game? Sooners looked like 17. They looked like 17 and 0. Okay. Miami Dolphins back in the day. They, yeah, well, if that's what the 17 and 0 Miami Dolphins looked like, geez, that Baylor <laughs> team last year was incredible. <laughs> the 1972 Dolphins versus the Kent State Golden Flashes. <laughs> hey, they're, they're, they're also, Give me Kent State. Their jerseys were terrible. Their, their helmets didn't match their pants. Their jerseys didn't match anything. It was something. Uh, but. Moving into a better color scheme, the Tennessee Pitt game. That was a fun game. What do you guys think? I thought it was fun. It was a fun game. I didn't Great colors. It in the grand scheme of things, but it was cool. Well, this is a game that really crushed me. It really crushed me because I, I, I told you guys last pod about changing my ride or die team to the Florida Gators, and uh, I'll just put my hand up. I fucked up on this one, guys. I should have <laughs> stayed with the balls. I should have honored it. And, uh, you know, I switched to the team that lost to Kentucky this week instead of staying with the Vols and having some fun. Um, it was a good game, though. It was fun. The, the, the part of that game is I was kind of flipping the channels. I didn't get to watch too much of that game. I went back and watched the highlights. Um, Pitt, Pitt if, if Keaton Slovis doesn't get hurt, I think Pitt wins. Um, so, I, I don't know. But other than that, you know, very close game. I think both teams could have easily won. And, uh, you know, whoever gets the win there is obviously benefits from – not having a non-conference loss on their schedule and can be ranked higher. I will say this. I didn't watch much of the game because I was watching other games, but um, every time I see Josh Eipel, he gets, he just gets a little bit larger. <laughs> like he, just, he keeps getting a little bit fatter. <laughs> fatter every, every time day. I see him. That's every how you recruit down there. You got to eat. You got to eat on those recruiting when, trips. When's the last time do you think Josh Heupel ate a vegetable? Tuesday. When's the last time? When's the last time <laughs> I eat a vegetable? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, that's that's great podcasting right there. Incredible insight. <laughs> that's a, that's awesome. All right. Uh, have to keep updating you on the uh, Josh Heupel eating vegetables. We're gonna need to know every time you eat. Yeah. No, we'll just Tuesday. keep updating you guys uh, how big Josh Heupel is in each win. If he gets on a roll, man, he might hit four hundred. But uh, okay, yeah, let's wait. Let's let's talk about. I think we we're, we've been missing out on this game, man, and we we kind of haven't talked about it too much because it was the early game. Let's talk about the Texas Longhorns and Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, probably the most notable game of the day because it was close. It's crazy, and I, I, my take on the whole thing is this: a lot of the nation is a little bit shocked. They're not too shocked that the game was close. Alabama plays a close game every year on the road. Last year it was Florida early in the season. They played close. They played LSU close. They played Auburn close. What I what I want to inform the nation here, all these teams that play Alabama, if we all hate Alabama, when you got them, when you got them, when you got them by the neck, fucking get them, yeah. you know? Like, we, we got to kill Alabama. You got to step on their throats. You got to put the nail in the coffin. Like, when you have a blitz on the corner, and, and you're going to get him. You're going to get Bryce Young. you got to tackle him. When you, you know, take Bigsby last year for Auburn, stay in bounds. Run the clock. When you oh. have Alabama oh. beat, we have to beat them. Like, none of us like Alabama. No one does. We're tired of them. I think I speak for everyone here. We want Nick Saban to retire. We want to see new power in college football. If that's going to happen, we have to stop with the dumb shit in the fourth quarter against Bryce Young. You've got to hit We just have to. That corner has to make that tackle at the end of the game. He has to make yes. that tackle. Yeah. Has to, or, at least, or at least contain. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, uh, Ryan Watts. He's he, he transferred from Ohio State. Yeah, he's from Texas. He's a little missed tackle. Um, yeah. Also, something I kind of pulled away from that game. Uh, Will Anderson is not the best player in college football right now. Not even close. He looked no, like Bryce a Young. very average linebacker. It was kind of rough to watch. I was really excited to see him just dominate Texas, but I mean. I, I, I don't know. He just didn't look like a Heisman candidate. I will say, 
I think people are under, underestimating how good Bryce Young played. I mean, he's he had a couple of highs and moments at the end of the game that won them the game. Yeah, and, and it's not that touchdown that touchdown pass. They had so many. We're jumping at safety, safety, quote unquote. Yeah, it's just another I mean, thing. Alabama gets me, and they have all the five stars in the world, and the greatest coach of all time. But you know what? We better give them a couple calls. We better give them a couple calls as well. And and this is the thing: any other school that is a safety, it is a safety for everyone else but Bryce Young. He is wrapped up, and they also they also throw a flag for targeting, which they like reviewed and said that was absurd. When his when his feet that, that was the worst call I've ever seen. The, I mean, he's in the end oh, zone, yeah. and he throws the ball short of the the line of scrimmage. It's it's that is literally textbook. Uh, what's it called? Grounding. Intentional grounding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it's it's bad. Also, Bert Auburn missing a twenty yard field goal to end the half really killed did Longhorns. It, did that get tipped or no? Did he just completely whip? Did he? I think he kicked the laces or something, but yeah. No, it it was horrible. That wasn't even the worst kick of the day either. That was the the Wisconsin kicker. The cameraman oh, had gosh. to move the move the camera yes. 180 degrees. Yeah, cameraman I mean, had one to. of us get closer than that. <laughs> oh, literally. Honestly, dude, well, I don't think wait, I could have though. Wait, no, hold that on. Was a what what kick was worse? Rule. Because you know that the A and M kicker's kick didn't even get blocked. Against Appalachian mm. State, it just dribbled across the ground. Did it really? Oh, <laughs> Drew, uh, you, you remember when we used to think about how you know people get announced for golf when they're about to go out there on the tournament, and they'd say, you know, Drew Garrett from from the United States, and then you go on the first tee and you just dribble one up the up the side of the rough <laughs> into the woods. Oh yeah, that was what that <laughs> kick what was for A and M. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, it made, it, you, okay, yesterday it was, was a great day. It was a great day, man. Let's talk more about this Bama Texas game because there's just a lot to take from it. I think. I think people are freaking out a little bit. Like, oh, Texas is there. I'm a good team this year. I think we forget last year that Florida almost beat this exact same, not the exact same, but even probably a better Alabama team last year on, at home, and then proceeded to go six and seven. So. Do you guys think it's Alabama having a couple issues, or do you think it's Texas kind of you know stabilizing and being solid this year? No, it, it's it's Alabama. And, and I think yeah, even is. this is the first year that I think this is the first year that Bama doesn't have just like one dominant guy that at receiver or running back. They have very, I mean, above average. Not, I mean, pretty good. Like they're obviously they're five, four stars, but. There's not one guy that's going to be a top 10 pick next year. Um, and I think that's something that Bryce Young is not used to because he's had all those guys that have just been, I mean, insane talent. Um, but, I mean, it's kind of Alabama's offense looks like it's come back down to earth a little bit. Like it, everyone kind of can compete with them this year, if that makes sense. Well, and Saban, and Saban has been very um... – has been very adamant, like early on in his post game press conferences, where he's saying he doesn't like his second and third unit like he does normally, and so I I, I think it's Alabama all the way. Where Texas was at home, their environment was absolutely incredible. Um, so it, I, I think that's just Bama just having a few issues. And I think I think they'll have this issue all year long, in my opinion. Uh, I think it might cost them a game for sure. I still think they'll probably go undefeated. When they just always find a way to win, find a way to win somehow. Well, if we're going to talk about it. we're going to talk about them going undefeated. I've got a game for you guys here. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, Alabama goes on the road to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks this year. The Arkansas Razorbacks, their problem is defensive back. But you, as you said, Alabama doesn't really have the guy that takes the top off the defense right now. Like they don't have that Jamison Williams, uh, uh, you know, Devontae Smith type receiver. They don't have that guy right now. Now they could obviously find it in the in the depths of their five stars. I'm sure that they'll probably find one just hanging out by the stadium. Uh, that's just how it seems to work out for Nick Saban. But by the time they play Arkansas in a couple weeks, I think Arkansas, I, they're not going to be the favorites, but I <laughs> might pick Arkansas there. They could, the they could come back. They could come out and be good for sure. I, just, I mean, I, it's just hard to bet against Alabama ever. Yeah, no, I get that. It's just uh, if if I'm if I'm taking the logos off the two teams' helmets, I would say Arkansas has looked better through two weeks than Alabama. Well, they maybe have, that's crazy to way, say, but Arkansas looked good. You know, I'm convinced Drew Sanders is the best defensive player in the country. 
after watching yesterday. That dude's a freak. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's very, very also, good. Also, Spencer Rattler sucks. He's just not very Again, good. Again, the Bears are who we thought they were on that one. Can't say I thought he was going to yeah. be great. It's kind of shocking. Um, watching him during that game, he he just didn't even look like himself. It looked – I mean, obviously he doesn't have a lot of help. Um, South Carolina doesn't really pull in a ton of helpful recruits, but I I don't know. He just looked – he looked like a shitty QB. I don't know what else to say. I always kind of thought it was weird. that I mean, I get why he went to South Carolina, but I always kind of thought, like, even if if things really go well – for him at South Carolina, like the ceiling for their team is like eight and four. Like even it just yeah, talent right. base. And I, I, that's why I thought it was a weird decision. But. It, like he honestly, he could have went and transferred pretty much anywhere in the country. He could have played anywhere. Um, just from, I mean, his bright spots at OU um, were good enough to get him at anywhere. Uh, but I mean, South Carolina, I get it with the Shane Beamer connection, him coming from OU. Um, but I just, I don't know. I would. I don't know if I would have chose South Carolina. That's for sure. So I've got a little bit of a take here since we're talking a little bit SEC. Uh, I watched um, two very bad SEC teams this week. I think we can all agree that Missouri and Vanderbilt are pretty piss poor. Um, but, oh, but yeah, Miss- horrible. <laughs> Missouri got dominated today by the Kansas State Wildcats. I mean, absolutely manhandled. I mean, the, the score is forty to six, and Missouri is really, really, really working hard with about ten seconds to score. Like, they're really working hard to score at that point. And they cheered. I mean, Missouri gave a, a loud cheer when they scored to make it 40-12 to 12 as time expired. So that's sad, <laughs> first of all. But I think that this year, and maybe it's just because I saw A&M also get beat, I think that the SEC may not be as good as it has been in the years past. The last two or three years, you know, I think that the SEC was probably leaps and bounds better than most people at the top. Um but I don't think that that may be the case this year. Obviously, Georgia's very, very good, but you saw Bama's vulnerable. They're very vulnerable. And A&M, obviously, vulnerable. I think they were just not a good team. But uh, what do you guys think about maybe the SEC being at least in a sort of rebuilding year for the conference? I I agree with you for sure. Um, I think we started to kind of see cracks forming, like especially on those bottom teams, uh, like the last two years. I mean, Alabama and Georgia have kind of set themselves apart from the rest of the pack. Um, I just, like, I other than, like, Arkansas, I don't know who other than Alabama and Georgia that I'd be like, oh, shit, this team's going to be, this team's going to go to the championship, you know? I mean, I feel like it is really just those two right now carrying the load for the SEC. Um, it'll be different, obviously, when OU and Texas get there. There'll be a whole whirlwind of changes throughout college football. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you. SEC does not look like the normal conference that they are. I think, I think this is the most wide open college football has been in a really long time this year, at least. It feels a little like 2007 this year so far. I mean, it's only been two weeks, but the amount of upsets, I mean, we're looking at last, last week, the top eight, the top 10 in the AP poll, um, last week, only one team covered last week. That was in the top 10, only one. And that was the USC Trojans. And that was, and even then they only won by what, 13 or 14. So it wasn't like it was a huge blowout. So yeah, I think you're seeing quite a bit of parity, parity through two weeks. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you think about the SEC? Maybe, maybe having a step back, Calvin? Which is fine. I like that. Honestly, like it, it's more fun for the rest of us because it, it's, it's always, oh, it's the SEC. It's the SEC. So this year having, having it be more open and honestly, it seems like, in my opinion at least, from what I've seen to this point, the the Big 12 kind of being like the conference that people are looking at to say like, oh, like this is one of the more serious conferences here. Like the ACC, the Big 10's like there, obviously. The ACC's all right, but, but the Big 12 seems like the most top to bottom, like completely filled out conference, at least in my opinion, to this point in the season, which is like more fun for this part of the country. But also just the SEC taking a step back, it was bound to happen eventually, and I was really, I mean, I know Drew wasn't, but I was rooting for Texas to win yesterday just so we could have some sort of difference, just something different, because I I just want to see an early loss for Alabama. I want to see, I mean, I don't think Georgia's going to lose anytime soon, 
I want to see a Georgia loss. I want to see just the big names up top just lose a game to to give other guys, other teams a hope at that number one spot. Well, now you see Georgia oh. is – they're ranked number one now. Um, Georgia uh, usurped the Alabama Crimson Rightfully Tide. Rightfully so. But, and I think that's right. But I also think – if you're telling me that if Alabama didn't have the Alabama logo next to them and they're the number two team, like, I, I mean, all I'm saying is people are, are kind of saying, well, Clemson's not the number five team. But it's Clemson, right? And I think Clemson deserves to be any – I mean, if Alabama deserves to be up that high – which they do, and I, I genuinely think they do. That just because of their past, that's just how things work. Then so does a, so do you know so do a lot of teams that have had better better uh, start to the season. And it's not that Alabama has bad, but has started started poorly. But you know, a win a win by one point over Texas, at least this this year's version of Texas, isn't like it's not. I would say I don't think that their fans are like super excited about that. You know. No, this is uh this is my take. This is my take about it. Um, could we all agree that that was the worst we've ever seen Alabama play in like at least ten years? Yeah, completely undisciplined. Like the most undisciplined and everything. Undisciplined football. And they still won. And they still I don't won. Know. That's the thing last, about it. They're not going to play that season. bad every game. No, no, that's for sure. And to, and and the, but the other thing about it also is Drew is that Texas, if 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 Quinn Ewers is healthy, I'm be honest, I think Texas wins a game. I think if Hudson Card is fully healthy, Texas wins a game. <laughs> And if, oh, if Bert oh. Auburn makes that field goal to end the half, they win. There's a lot of worlds where Texas could have easily won that football game. And there's a and that that Xavier Worthy dropped touchdown. Yeah, that was early in the game, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I got something out of left field here. Uh, Baylor football sucks. Who? They were oh. horrible. They can't throw a ball. I mean. Yeah, Blake Shapin didn't look good. We, we got to keep in mind that no. Blake Shapin was the third string quarterback last year. Like he was the third guy on their depth chart at, at one point in the season. So for all these people kind of expecting Shapin to take this big role in all this, like he's a fine quarterback, but the the the, the optimism that was put on him early on this season, I think, was a little over was too much for him because he was the third string last year. No one thought he was going to play at one point. Dude, he looked like there there were times during that game that. Dave Miranda, one, didn't trust him with the ball in his no. hands. And two, when he did throw the ball, he looked terrified. No, yeah, he, he has a yes. He, he looked bad. He went to Baylor to play baseball. He's just there to be a quarterback because he's the third-string quarterback. And it takes Jerry Bohannon to go to USF. And then who else was who else was their quarterback before Bohannon? Jacob Zeno. Yeah, that guy, too. All both of those guys to go and then oh, – oh, Shoot, we got nobody else. We didn't recruit anybody else. Well, Shapin, get in there. Get in there. Well, Blake Shapin beat both of them out. They both transferred. Yeah, Shapin, Shapin did yeah. beat them out throughout the season yeah, last I year. I agree. But... And, and over the time, he, but but that's the thing is you got to look at one point at this in the season last year, he was their third string quarterback. And I, I don't know. He looks like a backup quarterback to me. I, not, not once have I seen this guy be like, holy crap. Now, outside of that first half of the Big 12 tournament last year, or Big 12 championship last year, have I been like, holy crap, this guy's incredible. He's never amazed me. And, 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 I mean, he was under the lights at BYU last night, which was really fun. It's just that's just how it goes. When you're not a great quarterback, you're not going to perform very well in those games. I I think he's still good. I I don't I, my my personal that there is a human element to it as well because he struggled in the first half, and then his offensive coordinator, head coach, whatever whoever's making the decisions. I mean, it was quite obvious they were not going to throw the ball. They did not trust him to throw the ball, and it was they were going to throw the ball unless they had to. Yeah. and they ran the ball. I don't know how many times in a row. And it was kind of uncreative running, too. Like, they weren't doing reverses or jet sweeps. Up the middle every time. We're basically going zone left outside, and then we're going, you know, right right outside zone. That's all they did. And as a quarterback, like, that, you, you kind of start to lose confidence in yourself because you've just made 20 straight handoffs. Like, how am I going to get into a rhythm when I've all I've done is hand off an entire half? Yeah, and that's what the broadcast was saying last night is, is how does he get into a rhythm when that's the situation? Like, there's just no way to, like – you can't dink and dunk that – that many times on the run, and then expect your quarterback to make a big play at the end. And we talk about Dave Aranda. We talk about Dave Aranda like he's a great he is, and he is a great coach. But that was malpractice last night. Yeah, man. It, it, that was silly. And I don't know. It could be the offense coordinator making all those calls. But I mean, they lost that game because they were not aggressive enough. They just weren't. They did not play aggressive enough to win the game. So they lost. Um. Oh shit! I forgot what I was about to say. Um. 
However, I did choose BYU as my ride or die team this year. And I think they're team. I think they're sitting right at number 10. I think BYU is a damn good team, and especially without their top two receivers doing that to Baylor. I don't know, man. It's looking good for the Cougs. The, the, they play Oregon this week. They're very fun. They're a fun team to watch. Jared Hall is amazing. I really like that guy. Um, I, I think he's going to be one of those secretive quarterbacks uh, through the draft, about like a fourth or fifth rounder that comes in, comes in and somehow ends up starting somehow. Dak Prescott type situation. Uh, I, I listen. I think I speak for all of us when I say this. We need a game to be play, being played, a meaningful game being played at one in the morning every Saturday night. That's what I want to see every Saturday night is a game that's fun at 1 a.m. I will say I was pretty drunk by the end of that game, so I was really trying to hone in on the on who was kicking the field goal, and I see Jake Olderoid trot out there for BYU. I said, that's perfect timing, you know? I, I just, you know? We just walked out of the bar, get to watch the end of the game, and he proceeded to absolutely shank oh, it. Yeah. So I had to watch like 20 more minutes. There was minutes. something about that full moon, man. That, those, those kickers were in a trance or something. The cameraman, the cameraman was just focusing on the full moon the entire game. Oh, yeah. Didn't get one, didn't get one shot of the of, of the football going on. He was just, <laughs> he was just an astrology. Yeah, right the, the amount of times he'd come back from break and they would just be showing the moon was like kind of ridiculous, honestly. No, it was every commercial probably, break. He's a Gemini, Jake. That's probably why he was probably a Cancer, a, a Sagittarius, or something. <laughs> really, <you know? laughs> that's probably what it was. <laughs> You guys think Robert Robert Griffin the third is a Sagittarius? Yeah, there's an orgy in the end zone. End zone RG three, get in there. <laughs> oh, that, that. Virgo. He just continues to say that. <laughs> He's definitely a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, how crazy is it that we live in a planet where Notre Dame is zero and two and Kansas is two and zero? They're oh. bad. Oh, oh man, Notre Dame is so bad, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> Do you think Kansas can play right now? No. I, I, it would be a good game. No. It would legitimately no, it be a good game. I think I it would think be a good game. Drew, dude, Kansas is off it. Drew, you're not looking at Kansas' offense like the rest of us are. Hey. Kansas' offense is not bad at all. Their defense is horrible. Don't get me wrong. But their offense is pretty darn good. Hey, I'm, I'm about to make Listen. something crazy. Kansas's quarterback is straight up better than Notre Dame's quarterback. Oh, 100%. He is. Amen. Well, I'm not saying. That. Amen. I'm not saying that's not the truth, but I'm telling you, if you, you're you're telling me you'd take Kansas in a game against Notre Dame right now, no, listen, Kansas. Listen. No, I no nobody said that. I think it'd just be kind of close. No one said that. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. That's exactly what you no said. No one said that. But if you take, okay, maybe I said it. I don't care. If, 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 you, okay, take, okay. if you take their logos away, it's a white jersey and it's a brown jersey, and these two teams are playing each other. Who do you think is going to win the game? Who who do you think has a better shot winning the game based off what you've seen in the season this year? I think I think Kansas would act like Michael Mayer was like Megatron. Mar- like they never seen anything like that. Marshall <laughs> Marshall walked into into Notre Dame and they said they they gave double middle fingers to touchdown Jesus and walked out with the win. That's what happened. Let me just tell you, Marshall. Let me just tell you, Marshall's Marshall got a lot of beat, fight in their program. Marshall beat Kansas also. Oh, Marshall that, Marshall that's a joke. What they say that Marshall is Mar- better than Kansas? Yes, Drew. What is it Marshall, going to take Marshall, for you? To, Drew, what is it going to take for you to semi-believe in Kansas? Then to beat an actual good team? No, that's not going to happen. Is, <laughs> not <a> good, <laughs> West Virginia is not a good team. No. Okay. No. No. Listen. Listen. You can check back one of the earlier pods. I said. I said. West Virginia will be the second worst team in the Big Twelve this year, right behind Kansas. I also Kansas. said that. I, I also said, said that. Yeah, I did too. I just think Neil Brown is a colossal fuck up. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, he's horrible. Also, All I'm saying Marshall. Okay. Say, Marshall say, is second in receiving points for the top twenty-five. So Marshall's a good team. No, Marshall's good. They've had they have a good coach. They have a good coach. I, okay, but how about this? Say KU wins their next two games, Houston and Duke. Then will you say that they're a solid team? I say they're a solid team. Oh my what? gosh, dude! It's not going to happen. They're going to lose. Four and zero. Kansas, you're not going to say it's good. I said they would. I just said they would be. You said they'd be solid. <laughs> yeah, they would be a solid team. Okay, they're good. Listen oh, to this. You're though. such a leader, Drew, and it's insane. 
Listen to this though. Well, so they yeah, get it's almost like they've watched Kansas be shit. I wish, I, wish we, I wish we had done this podcast in 2007. This would have been hilarious. Oh, hey, maybe we are. This could be 2007 type season. It I'm feels like so Jake said this was 2007. We're we're getting into 2007 year. It could be the year of Kansas. It could be. Oh, I'm I'm so I tired about hearing about this. I cannot if wait. Kansas- I cannot wait to watch. I cannot wait to watch yeah. Houston win by 50 next week. I cannot Drew, wait. Drew, oh, you almost beat almost. Oh, you almost lost to Kansas last year, man. They beat Texas. And guess what happened? Year. And we won by double digits. Hey, all I'm gonna say is if Kansas goes to a bowl game this year, I'm gonna flip you off real fucking hard. I'm gonna go to the game. Well, not only that, Drew's gonna have a massive tattoo on his ass crack of a Jayhawk. <laughs> I think that's why he's hating on him so much. He can't even come to terms with it. Uh, well, no, so, also, he, listen to this, though. The whole game also be dead because I have to jump off Devin Tower. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You better hope they. Listen. You better they hope they lose next week. <laughs> they got their one conference win. Yeah, they got their one conference win. They're one hey, and only. Drew, listen to this, though. Say they – okay, I don't care about the Houston game. Screw the Houston game. After that, they have three straight home games against Duke, Iowa State, and TCU. And this is the first time in a long time. Those are all three games where I would – they might have a shot. They, like, actually have a shot in all three of those games. And you know the Jayhawks baseball is going to be there and getting up at those games. Well, Tom, I don't know that. They have not really shown a habit of and, doing that. Hey. <laughs> And they're going to lose all three of them. This no. Kansas team is not bad. This Kansas team is not bad. They're not bad. They're not, but good. I, they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> they're not good yet. But, hey, yeah, they, I will say this. Bad. Their offense is averaging like 57 points a game. I'm telling you, their offense is, is good. Their offense is good. Their defense is bad. But okay. that's who won the game last night. Their defense. Come on. Also, that guy, I, I understand the whole pick six thing, but that would have been the most Kansas loss ever if, if he fumbles that somehow and they and they come back and score. That's uh, kind of what I was honestly expecting to happen on that run back. No, it didn't feel real. The whole time he was running it back, I was like, something bad's about yeah, to happen. I, I can feel it. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, man. We kind of glossed over this game. I kind of want to go over a little more. The two games I really – or three games, I guess. that I, There's so many awesome games this week. Three games that I feel like are important uh, that we haven't really touched on too much. Houston and Texas Tech. First thing I want to say about this, Texas Tech. I understand you have a new coach. I like it. I like him. He seems like a good guy. Seems like there's a lot of energy in the program. I think Texas Tech is kind of on the ups right now, maybe. But uh, storming the field against Houston is sad. We're not doing that. We're not storming the field against Houston, all right? That is that is that is really, really sad. Like, have, has Texas Tech been that bad? It's a group of five, dude. Yeah, that that is number 25. It's number 25 in the country. <laughs> that's just, that's when just was bad. Last time, when was the last time Tech beat a ranked team? Oh, it's not I mean, it could have been too long ago. Let me look it up. Let's see. The, the last time they beat a ranked team? I, I think what happened in that game was somebody at the very beginning of the game said to one of their friends on one of the front rows and said, hey, if, if we win this game, we're going to storm the field, right? And he jokingly said yes, and then they actually won the game. Like, oh, let's let's do it, let's do it, and then that, and then everybody followed him. I, mean, I think they stormed the field because it was double overtime. It was just probably like a crazy ending. Uh, their last win over a ranked team was 2019 against my my, my alma mater, the Oklahoma State Pokes. Oh yeah, that was bad. I, I that was against Corn Dog. That was yep. against Corn Dog. <laughs> that was not a bet on that game. Did we lose a TCU? No, actually, year? no. No, that was the yeah we well, we lost to everyone that year. Oh, we were fucking terrible. We lost to everyone that was except for teams that were ranked in the top ten. Oh yeah. But uh, okay, other game that I think really really matters. And we could just we we had, I don't we we talked we talked about it, but we didn't talk about it enough. Texas A and M lost to Appalachian State, and it wasn't a fluke. Like it, it wasn't like Appalachian State, um, you know, blocked a punt like they did against Michigan or something like that. You know, like that was a little bit fluky. They dominated. Appalachian State was a better team. They had the ball for 41 minutes. They had the ball for 41 minutes. Appalachian State dominated that game without a kick return from AM. 
uh, it would have been seventeen to seven, and it would probably it probably should have been worse. A and M legitimately got bitched in the trenches by Appalachian State. That that App State guy dropped the touchdown that would have made it twenty-one to seven. And they ran out of bounds. They had ran out of bounds at that one point when it was twenty or seventeen fourteen. I also I also don't. I want to say this lightly. I don't think Appalachian State is good, but I also don't think they're a terrible football team. But still, no, they're not. They're very good. It still should have killed them. It it was just like it was a game where I was like, oh, I could see them losing this, and then they like did. So, I want to retouch on this. We we at the before the season started, we talked about our Sun Belt teams of the year. Uh, I picked Marshall, and it, it felt really good. I know Drew, you picked Appalachian State. So it feels really good for us today to have the fun belt really, really matter uh, as a diehard fan of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Hasn't James hey, Madison looked? Well, I'm not really sure about Who that. Who did I choose? Team. That's before you were on. That was before the four-man rush? Yeah. Before we added the, the, the edge rusher. <laughs> the, the corner play. JMU beats... Oh. I can't even see who they just beat, but they won sixty-three to seven. Oh, so they beat Middle Tennessee State forty-four to seven. They beat Middle Tennessee. Oh, hey, we got we got App State versus JMU next week. Uh, Big game. Uh, two weeks from now, it's a bit of a bye. Two weeks from now. Should yeah, the, the three-man rush make the? Oh, I I don't think that's completely true, but I could be convinced. Like I would, you know, if somebody were like, hey. Top. Here's some truth serum. I would probably be like, yes, it might be better. Top to bottom. Well, maybe. No, not top to bottom. <laughs> just top. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, James Madison took a massive poopy on, on Norfolk State. So watch out. <laughs> Norfolk State's ridiculous. Oh. Hey, didn't they beat Missouri in the NCAA tournament one time? Yeah. They did. Oh, yeah. Ky- Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Went to Norfolk. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you mean Nick Legend Kylo Quinn? <laughs> oh, he was a Sixers legend. He had his phone out on the bench. Oh, is that guy? Yeah. That was him. <laughs> uh, I yeah, do want to. Uh, about to be the portal. I do want to. What? Drew's doing the portal. Oh, oh, here we go. It looks like Joshua. Looks like Joshua Primo. Is it OG and Anubi? No, I think it's Joshua Primo. (laughs) If I get that right on the first try, no, it's not. It's not. Is it OG and Anubi? Right. Continue. Okay. uh, Continue. The other game. uh, Other game I want to talk about here. Oh yeah, let's keep talking about Appalachian State Texas A&M. I don't (laughs) want to get sidetracked on this game. Uh. Let me just tell you this much, and I heard this some from somebody. No, and the NIL deals, right, from Texas A&M, they, they can't run routes. They can't throw the balls, and they can't block. You know, the scoreboards do not give a shit about how much money you have paid in NIL. They just don't. And Appalachian State straight up outplayed them. To me, that's just like, is that like a microcosm of kind of maybe where the you know, pay for play kind of thing is going because AM statistically, stars wise, should have won by a hundred. But, you know, they just obviously didn't. And I I just it's I struggle for me to be like, oh, you can buy a good team. You just can't. How'd our parlay do? No, oh, we lost pretty lost. Quickly, yeah, pretty, pretty epically. Never mind. <laughs> It was no, like all our picks. Parlay, our picks were terrible. Oh, they were bad this week. The only one that hit was uh, the one that I provided, which was an absolute deadlocked Iowa State Iowa, Iowa under. Did we take no Houston and a Houston and Texas Tech hit? Did that no, one hit? Oh yeah, I yeah, I did. On that. I took a I took a plus two on somebody. Pitt Pitt was the other team that we had on there plus six, but they did yeah, not you had cover. Pitt plus six. God. That didn't cover. I believed in them. Yeah, I took West Virginia minus 13 and a half. What did I pick? Hey, decent pick, Drew. I had two picks because I told Tom to take the Texas Tech-Houston pick. Uh, I told you to take the Houston-Texas Tech over. Did we take the OSU over? No. 
but it didn't hit. So <laughs> I told everyone and my mom that that was the. I said this is the one. OSU is over. It's free money, and it, it it did not hit. I didn't bet it though. Thank God. All right. Uh, there's a cut. Yeah. Well, that's my bad. <laughs> I told you to, and you did. And uh, yeah, my bad. There was a couple games I though. Made... Go ahead. Went. My parlay that I made went two for four. No, two for six. Not great. It's not ideal. Yeah, it's worse than... It's worse. <laughs> this is such a shit show, man. <laughs> How did the microphone just pick up your ripping ass? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is our best. I think this has been our best pod, in my opinion. No, it's not, dude. We just farted on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, just no structure to this pod at all. But we're still going. Hey, I want to talk you, about. You're gonna, to, you're gonna have. Oh, I'm gonna have to. Have to have it. <laughs> yeah, well, people are gonna think I edited in a fart noise. That was real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I want to talk about the Pac-12 here, and I know it's uh, it's sinful to do so, but USC to me is already the best pe- best team in the Pac-12. But, uh, let's just call it what it is. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Well, at least the offense is. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good, man. It's kind of crazy. They they look like pretty connected yeah. on offense already. Jordan Addison I've and the Caleb channel onto the game. And immediately saw Caleb Williams throw a touchdown to Mario Williams, and I turned it off and got angry. Yeah. Looks like, you know, Mario Williams decided he'd learned how to play wide receiver this offseason. Well, Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely absurd. It, it's still crazy for me to think that they just took the Bolitnikoff winner with them over there to USC this year. It's kind of wild. See, at least, at least they yeah. did the transfer portal right. A&M bought a whole bunch of shitters. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I'll tell you this much: USD isn't losing to Appalachian State at home right now because they bought their players. They probably no. beat A&M. No shot. Oh, they no, dominated yeah, them. Yeah, they would kill A&M right now. They lose to. Kansas I will say though. A&M. A&M almost lost to Colorado though last year too, and then kind of figured it out. <laughs> They'd lose to Kansas. Oh no, they would not. <laughs> losing, everyone's <laughs> losing you. to Kansas. <laughs> Kansas versus everyone. No right. one is right. We should make t-shirts. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. Except for good teams. Good teams are safe. <laughs> Calvin, I was talking to my dad about... Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Glad he uh, good. told us well, immediately left. Thank God. All right, well, <laughs> I just... <laughs> he just said something. something absurd. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that he won't follow through with either. I want to give a couple shout-outs yeah, just... here. Uh, should we wrap this up? Give the shout-outs? Yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving two sh- one shout-out. <laughs> His computer died. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving out two shout-outs, actually. First one to the Washington State Cougars. That's probably their biggest win in program history that I can remember. No, that's not true. They had a couple. But that was a pretty big win. They beat Oregon a few years ago. Yeah, I, I remember that, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. But still, to beat to – beat, well, and they also beat, they beat USC when they had Darnold. But they beat uh, – a ranked team on the road against Wisconsin, big win. And I also want to do this again. It's the second week in a row. It's the second week in a row. It's a beaver week. Beaver alert. Beaver alert. Oregon State's humming. They're 2-0. and Jonathan Smith has got the beeves playing with a lot of firepower. They've got a, chi- they've got a chainsaw on the sideline again. I can't, I can't reiterate it enough. They've got a chainsaw on the sidelines. Let's roll damn beavers, man. That's an idea. You know what they need to do? You know what they need to do? They need to offense. They need to rename their offensive line the Hoover Dam. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> that that'll really set them. That uh, that'll be what sets them over the edge. Hey, we renamed our offensive line the Dam. <laughs> the Dam. Doesn't the well just the Dam? Yeah. Well, what if their offensive line is shit? Yeah, wouldn't their defense want to be the Dam? Well, no, no, I don't even know at this point. Just both you want to you want to stop you want to stop the rush. Yeah, so would you want to stop the running back? You know, people actually 
people actually go and look at the Hoover Dam for fun. <laughs> that's not fun. That's not so fun. Yeah, who's going? Who's going on vacation? Say, let's go to this Hoover Dam. Yeah, it, let's look at a brick wall. And, and I, I know it's I know it's really cool for maybe three seconds. And it, it, all of those three seconds, I'm thinking, wow, this is a dam I'm looking at. And that's it. And that's all I'm thinking. About. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like all those people that go to see uh, <laughs> Big Sherman that tree. Somebody ripped ass again. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on a Zoom call, and I can hear you ripping ass, man. <laughs> Who's farting? That one wasn't me. Jeez, dude, I cannot first wait. One, I'll be I'll be honest. The first one I just stuck the microphone right, right up next to my ass so you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> farting into the microphone nothing like a nice little rip into the mic there ain't nothing better uh you know what you yeah. know what's probably better than that is if we if we wrap this up very quickly um this we don't do midnight pod. Yeah, yeah it's no it's, it's no longer september 11th it's not even 9 11 anymore yeah, it's 9 12 so uh Monday night football is upon us tonight here in about 18 hours. Uh, but l- let's wrap this up here. Is that all right with everybody? Does anybody else have anything crazy to say before we get off there? Any more farts? Oh, oh, oof. Boston College, oof. Yeah, yeah, they're bad. Very bad. Uh, but, that, but that's all we have left. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe, which is a YouTube thing, but still like and subscribe. Five star us. You can five star us even if you've already five starred us. Leave some kind of random review. Tell us something you like about us. Tell us something you don't like about us. Uh, and if you're an Arkansas fan, I've got good faith in you until you guys lose this year, and I can't wait to uh, rip you all to shreds. So this has been fun. This is the Week 2 Recap Pod. We'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.